Hey guys, it's Dan with the Mixtape Marketing Podcast. This is episode 25. This is going to be a continuation with promoting your music using video. In the last episode, I talked a lot about live video. This time, I want to change it up a little bit and talk about some tools and some tricks that you can do to promote your music online with video. Video is a super engaging medium to your audience. So like when I mentioned a while ago about talking about building content all around your initial release of your music, there's other ways you can do that too. And one of the ways I'm going to talk about today is creating lyrical videos. Now, not every musician or hip-hop artist has the opportunity to create a big-budget music video. Sure, you can go and get a small DSLR camera and shoot a video with your friends. And that's fine to experiment, build the confidence of building a music video, creating a video, learning how to edit a video. They're all great skills. But if you just want to test the water and don't have the time to create all that kind of content around a music video... Start with creating lyrical videos and uploading them to the social media sites that you have. Now, one of, you can do this in three different ways. One, I suggest that you can do it by yourself using a tool called Canva. Now, Canva is a free imaging editing tool. And basically, you can create nice designs for your lyrics uh, that will go on those social media sites. And the more creative you get with the imaging editing tool canva and create nice graphics around your lyrics the longer retention rate that people will stay listening to your song and the more likelihood that they'll take action as well the second way you can do this is by hiring someone on fiverr.com or upwork or freelancer and these people have experience as graphic designers Make sure you check reviews. Uh, There's tons of people on Fiverr doing lyrical videos and see what the results those people have gotten from those lyrical videos. Now, the third way that you can get lyrical videos done is by collaborating with someone that's graphically uh, on a a higher level than you on YouTube. Uh, Someone like a mixtape cover artist that only has a, maybe a couple of hundred subscribers similar to what you have. Uh, maybe if, they're, if you've got more subscribers, maybe you can target someone that's a little bit uh, in the same level of you on YouTube. This way, that person might need music for his kind of videos of graphic design showing how he makes mixtape covers and stuff like that. And you can give him music and he can do lyrical videos for you and he can make them more interesting based on his experience and which will in turn give you a better retention rate for your audience listening to your music. The best thing about this way is that you're reaching out, you're developing your skills uh, to reach out and network with other one, someone else on YouTube. Two, if you collaborate with, let's say, a mixtape cover designer uh, this way by giving him music and you taking uh, the, the, the lyrical videos, this way you get to cross-promote one another so you can get influence from his audience and he can get influence from your audience. And this is a really good way of kind of building up your networking skills, but also uh, keeping within your budget as well. You're not, it's a cost-effective method 
of getting someone else's skills by offering your skills and influence in return. Every young and up-and-coming hip-hop musician should be vlogging these days and micro-vlogging on social media sites. Now, what do I mean by micro-vlogging? Basically, it's building content around your music that doesn't involve using the music as a promotional tool. This week, you can create like videos about how you made that song, who influenced you that song, what music you're listening to right now, the producer that produced it, uh, your struggles with writing music. So you can create like 10 or 11 different videos about one song and use all of those videos to promote that one video. So it's about maximizing the, the content promotion you can get from that one video. And then you can distribute it uh, to other social media sites. Now, a way that I do this is by using a tool called Buffer App. Now, I link all my... Uh, so you go to Buffer.com. I link my social media sites to Buffer. The best thing about doing it this way is that Buffer uploads that video natively to these sites. So this is the best thing. Instead of like uploading it to YouTube and then kind of syndicating it to other sites with that YouTube video. The other sites won't promote that video, that YouTube video. They want you to use their own native. Like Twitter and Facebook are trying to hinder promoting YouTube videos. They, they give it a crappy thumbnail uh, and because they want you to use their own video services so they can monetize those video services. But if you upload your videos via Buffer.com, it's free to use. It has its limitations for the free pack, but it's good enough to test the water with the usual uh, sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and sites like that. And it's just a really easy tool to use, uh, but it uploads the video natively to that channel. As for Instagram, I have a little gem of a tool that can help you with that. It's called Grambler. And Grambler has this really cool feature that allows you to schedule and control Instagram from your desktop computer. Now, I know mobile marketing is huge now, especially with video, but mobile marketing can be difficult to edit videos and move things around. I prefer the control of my desktop and then being able to upload them uh, onto these social sites and what I've noticed with uh, trying to market my stuff on Instagram using my mobile phone, it was just, it, n nothing ever seemed professional and I couldn't create tailor-make stuff. I couldn't put in call to actions into my video clips. So what I started to do was uh, take my YouTube videos that I've already made and you can, you can either chop them up yourself in, let's say, a tool called I, iMovie or you can actually just put the URL into Grambler. Grambler gives you a little area there. It's a free tool to download. Uh, there's no charge for Grambler. It lets you put the URL of where you've hosted that video. So if you've hosted it on Facebook or if you've hosted it on Instagram already or if you've hosted it on YouTube. Basically what I'm doing with Grambler right now is I have tons of content that I never uploaded to Instagram because I started Instagram later on and what I'm doing now is I'm putting that URL into Grambler 
and then Grambler gives me the ability to format that video for Instagrams because Instagram only allows you a minute clip but I could take chunks of any of my videos and then kind of syndicate them to Instagram and this is a really cool feature and it's a great time saver that's what I love about tools like this uh, doing everything manually can become some so tiresome and so time consuming and your time as a musician is more valuable the quicker you can use these tools especially the free ones like Grambler the faster you can get back to making music Grambler also has that scheduling option in it too that you can control from your desktop so once you've uploaded that video and chopped it up to the parameters of Instagram you can then use it to syndicate on certain days so you don't have to upload all 20 videos on that one day you can syndicate it to a certain day that you want it to go out now this is a really good feature and it's amazing that you can get this tool for free i mentioned at the start of the video about creating lyrical videos and i used a tool called canva to create uh, lyrical artwork now Canva is something that I just use every day. Again, it's another free tool, imaging editing tool. And I use this to create really nice thumbnails for my social media sites. So a thumbnail that works on Facebook won't work on YouTube. Uh, a thumbnail that works on YouTube won't work for Twitter. So you have to learn how to optimize all of your thumbnails for certain websites. Otherwise, people won't click them and uh, you won't get the actual results that you want from uploading that video onto that specific native social media site. So definitely use Canva. It's a free tool to use. Obviously, if you use their images, you'll have to pay for it. But if you use your own images, let's say your own artwork, your own uh, mixtape covers, your own images of yourself as an artist, uh, these you don't have to pay for them. It's only if you use Canvas stock images that you'll have to pay for it. And it's a free tool and it's really, really good tool that I use every day. I use it for my blog and I use it for my all my social media sites. This goes back to a point that I mentioned in a previous episode of the Mixtape Marketing Podcast that image is key, especially in hip-hop. So... Try and make your designs as professional as you can. If you feel that you're limited by your imaging skills, at the start, I was really bad. I found Photoshop too difficult to use. And it was too much of a learning curve to use Photoshop in the first place. Since I found Canva, my imaging editing for small things like thumbnails and stuff, that is really good. Uh, but if I was to outsource stuff, I could still go to Fiverr.com, get people to do logos and get people to do, let's say, artwork for my mixtape covers and stuff like that. Or you can go to sites like 99designs or Upwork or Freelancer to get more professional images. Just remember, design is key. Uh, I know we're not perfect at the start and some of us have to do with the DIY based on our budget as a musician. And that's fine. But... Uh, the better you make your designs and thumbnails and images on social media, especially with video, 
the more chances you're going to get a better retention rate on your videos and a better following, more subscribers, more likes, etc. It's a good idea to study other upcoming musicians and what they do with their social media channels, especially with YouTube. From my experience, I remember when I was starting out, Travis Porter were kind of a big YouTube uh, sensation at that time. And the content that they created wasn't just uploading the same song every day or different versions of that song all the time. It was just them hanging out, them in studio, them talking to all the other musicians that they have, uh, them talking about their shows that's coming up. Uh, a lot of it was just messing around as well too. I don't really understand that. Uh, I'm not that type of musician, but they still engaged an audience. They still brought content and they were still creating content that wasn't using the same song over and over again to promote uh, their music. They were kind of using that interaction, that, that kind of um, informative content to promote the actual songs and the mixtapes that they released. Two other artists that I noticed at that time did really well. Wiz Khalifa was very heavily in the YouTube game at the start of his career. He had uh, the Taylor Gang Entertainment channel. And basically he did something similar to what Travis Porter were doing. Uh, just showing the start of his career. And he did kind of like uh, certain live streams as well that he uploaded. It was Ustream at that time was really big. Ustream was huge at that time. And uh, but now YouTube's live video is there now, so it's kind of just taken that kind of mantle from Ustream. But he would just upload the live stream that he got from Ustream at that time to YouTube and showed him answering questions from all of his fans. And I felt that was a really good engagement builder, it was a really good way of building rapport with fans and showing them that you care as well. Uh, small wins for fans are huge. And this is a really good way of actually creating additional content and a good way of kind of promoting any kind of new release that you have in the future. And the final artist that I noticed on YouTube was really big as well was Hobson. And Hobson, even though he's kind of a multi kind of musician, he's kind of the marketing guy, he's kind of the, the rapper, the artist and because he was in funk volume as well uh he participated in beats and his youtube channel was huge for him and that's where he kind of developed that kind of crazy uh mindset uh kind of person uh that kind of character that is the mind the ill mind of hobson and i felt like that kind of personality building with his youtube channel really got him to where he is today so kind of Find artists that you notice now that are on the come up in hip-hop and follow and see if you can take ideas from what they're doing with their YouTube channel or if they're doing it on Facebook or if they're doing it on Instagram. Now, I really like blogging and that's just me, uh, but people don't have a, a really good attention span to read a long blog, but I still think it's an important process to make a blog so you can obviously create a video of you talking about your music and then get someone else to write the blog on Fiverr based on uh, the transcription from that video so it's still your opinion plus you've now got an extra piece of content to promote that video as well but I feel like if you're emailing fans 
sending them to a blog or a big long email it's probably not the best way to market your music because people don't have that attention span but if you send them to a blog that has that video on it the attention span will be much more longer and much more engaged in what you actually have to say and they'll be more uh, inquisitive of what your music creation process is and how you're creating your music and what you plan in the creation of your music. This is all the kind of engagement factors that you get with video. I know I talked about live video in the last one, but still creating videos, vlogs are huge in the marketing of your music. Now, it's not good enough just to upload a video. You need to learn how to optimize it, and especially for YouTube. Uh, Like I mentioned before, try and upload each individual video uh, to natively to each social network. And I mentioned how to do that just a few minutes ago with Buffer.com. But uh, what I mentioned about YouTube has a specific search algorithm. And I use a tool called TubeBuddy. If you go to the corporatethebeats.com slash TubeBuddy, you can get a free trial of TubeBuddy. And basically, TubeBuddy allows you to optimize your YouTube video for YouTube search. So if you want to get in the mix of certain videos of certain artists that you like, YouTube, uh, TubeBuddy gives you a list of kind of keywords that you should put in as tags. It gives you identif- uh, It gives you a kind of a score sheet of filling up the description, um, making uh, the video as optimized as possible, make sure that the video itself is titled to where, what you want to target and how the fans that you want to target and uh, where you want to be in that search network of YouTube. Uh, it also gives you more than just that features. It also gives you ultimate optimization of your end screens, annotations, uh, cards are new, now the new big thing as well. So if you've got tags or cards on previous videos, you can uh, create templates and then just hit one button, copy and paste them on so if you uploaded 10 videos, you don't have to go in and manually create new cards, or end screens, or annotations for specific videos. You can create just one template and then have that template be applied to every video that you upload. This is a huge time saver and TubeBuddy's free to try out, guys, so definitely check that out. Also, TubeBuddy's got a great feature that I noticed as well. Not all of my videos that I uploaded to YouTube were on Facebook because I started YouTube a lot. YouTube was one of the first ones that I started of social media sites. So I have videos that I had up on YouTube that are just as relevant to my Facebook audience. And TubeBuddy's got this great feature where it allows you to syndicate your videos to Facebook natively. So you don't have to be downloading the video from YouTube and then uploading it to Facebook. You can just click one button, syndicate to YouTube, syndicate to Facebook, sorry, from YouTube. And this is the best thing about it. It allows you to schedule that syndication process as well. So it's just the time saving techniques with these tools is just it's like having an extra employee with uh, having free tools and tools to help you optimize your videos or help you to syndicate videos another syndication process that i use is if then then that uh, so it's called ifttt and basically you can link all your social media sites to ifttt 
or you can create RSS recipes. This gets a bit technical, so you can find tutorials on my YouTube channel on how to use IFTTT. And basically, it just syndicates. So if um, if you upload a YouTube video, it sends a tweet about that YouTube video. If you upload a YouTube video, it sends it Google Plus, it sends it to Tumblr, and so on and so forth. And and it's the other way around. If you upload it to Facebook, it sends it to Twitter, and it sends it. And it's just a really good way, another way of time saving stuff as well. So if you're creating content specifically for that channel, you can syndicate it out to the other channels as well, just to see if you get any kind of traction from those sites as well. And one of the final features that I want to talk about in TubeBuddy, and this might work for some artists that uh, have some videos up on YouTube that they didn't optimize properly, especially with their thumbnails. I remember telling you that if you think the graphic design of your thumbnail is has to be really pristine in order for people to click on it and to find that video. But uh, TubeBuddy has a really cool feature in there that allows you to create thumbnails within TubeBuddy, within YouTube. And uh, all I have to do is just click uh, create a thumbnail and it gives you the whole options of uploading specific images and creating them all there and then. And the final part about TubeBuddy as well is that TubeBuddy has got a great form where you can participate and find other ideas from other uh, people on YouTube that have nothing to do with music but uh, still know great knowledge about optimizing videos and how to set up your channel the right way so that you get found in YouTube search. Now once you upload your videos onto whatever social media site, but especially with Facebook and YouTube, the first 48 hours are crucial. If you don't get traction to your YouTube videos or your Facebook videos in that 48 hours, the likelihood of that social media site spreading that around in their search algorithm is slim. And that's a sad fact. So what I would suggest you do, if you have the budget to do, just a small uh, promotional boost. Don't use the boost button. Go into the power editor in Facebook and do it properly so you can target exact fans. You don't want to be promoting your videos to people that are over 65 that have no interest in hip-hop music. So go into the power editor in Facebook and target people properly. Don't use that boost button. It just doesn't target people properly. And in YouTube, you can also... Uh, target people by uh, creating promoting YouTube videos as well and obviously but you can create them within YouTube but I would suggest that you go into AdWords and promote the video that way this way you, again you can target people more specifically to the age demographic and the type of music that they're into or the type of videos that they like so small promotional boosts so that's this does mean you have to pay just to get a little bit of the head this is only if you don't have an audience already so if you've got like followers on twitter or if you've got followers are on facebook you can cross promote the, the the video to promote it to get that buzz going to get that engagement going to trigger that kind of algorithm within facebook or youtube so that you get found in those search algorithms now, you can also do this with your email lists. I've 
spoken highly about building an email list. Every musician should be building an email list. And this is one of the best ways to promote a video when you release it, send it out to your email list. And more often than not, they will suffice in giving you that initial engagement just to get the ball rolling with uh, YouTube. I suggest that you use a combination of your social sites and your email lists to get the ball rolling, but you can also use paid promotion as well, just so you kind of uh, push the boat on the initial launch of that video, just so you can get found and basically get some traction. If you don't promote it right there and then, more often than likely the video will go stale, it won't get promoted, it won't get into the mix of that search algorithm. Just before I wrap up this mixtape marketing podcast episode about promoting your music with video. Now, as I mentioned before, the more engagement you get, the more you get out from that social network. So it's a good idea to start pitching your videos to hip hop blogs. Mention this countless times. You can go to the corporatebeats.com, download a list of hip hop blogs and my cheat sheet and then pitch your music to these blogs. The more embeds you get of your videos, especially for YouTube, and the more sites it's embedded on, the better it's gonna do in YouTube search as well. So that's a little nugget there at the end. Also, you can go to fiverr.com. There's tons of like hip hop blogs, small hip hop blogs there that will embed or feature your hip hop video, your music video, on their site for a small Fiverr fee. And that's a good way of just getting a bunch of embeds for that video. Also, it will kind of get the traffic from their site as well, which helps again in turn. It all comes back to that retention rate, just getting people to listen to your song. Don't expect a lot from these Fiverr sites. It's grand just to get the ball rolling when you're just putting the video out. I wouldn't expect to be making thousands of video uh, views from them. And some of them, I wouldn't suspect that the views are real. Uh, some good gems are on there. It's up to you to judge uh, the blog and kind of contact that person on Fiverr and see if they're actually worth uh, and doing a bit of research using tools like SEM Rush to see if the blog is even worth being posted on. Uh, but it's a good idea to get the embed for the video anyway, especially if you're really pushing the ball with this video this could be like your music video your main music video and the one that you're focused on you don't have to do it for every single video uh, but then again placing stuff in playlists as well grouping stuff together it's all coming back to this kind of uh, keeping people in that sphere of each social network especially on youtube especially with facebook okay guys this was dan with the corporate thief beats Don't forget, there's links in the description to everything that I talk about today. And there's a blog post that will accompany this podcast episode. Don't forget to leave some uh, comments. uh, Subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel like anything in this podcast has benefited you uh, in the promotional value of your music using video. Now, this was just the two video part part video series on our podcast series about live video. Uh, and using video to promote your music. Uh, The next one, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to change it up again. 
but uh, I'll definitely come back in and anything that I learn new with video, I'm gonna share it with you guys. So I hope you guys share it with someone else. Knowledge is only useful if you acquire it and then share it with somebody else. And I got that quote today from Pensado's Place and that's one of my favorite websites on YouTube and uh, I just think it's a really good quote. So that's why I always share my knowledge with you guys so you guys gotta share it with someone else. Take care guys.